Hello and welcome to the Personal Development School podcast. I'm your host, Thais Gibson, and I create regular podcast episodes to teach you about your relationships, attachment style, and the subconscious mind. And in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about five crucial signs that a fearful avoidant may be about to leave a relationship. And the reason I'm talking about this topic today is because it's very clear to me that oftentimes fearful avoidance will do this thing where they're, they're in a relationship, in a relationship, in a relationship, and they seem to be fully present, all in, fully invested, and suddenly they leave. And the mechanics behind this um, really make a lot of sense when you dive into them. So I'm going to explain a little bit of like the mechanics of why this often happens to you. And then I'm going to explain the warning signs to look for to see if this may be something that's around the corner. So first and foremost, um, one of the biggest things is that fearful avoidance um, tend to be people pleasers. And they, because they have that really strong avoidance side and because they have those trust wounds and they also have core wounds around feeling helpless or powerless. Um, and they can have a lot of uh, wounding around feeling taken advantage of as well. What often happens is at some point in childhood, more often than not, fearful avoidance learn that they have to forego their boundaries to stay safe. So it may be because they're in a chaotic environment. It may be because there's a lot of fighting, arguing, um, you know, frustration, um, taking anger out on each other in the home or upbringing with a caregiver or family dynamic of a fearful avoidant. So fearful avoidance learn, okay, I can't have boundaries because if I have boundaries or I try to negotiate or I try to speak up or push back, there's punishment, there's more conflict, there's more anger. So I'm just going to, you know, people please in order to stay safe and to sort of survive and coast through this um, environment that I'm in. And it can be for a variety of different reasons. Um, but that's sort of what we're looking at at the core, right? It could be that the, there's alcoholism or addiction in the family. It could be that there's fighting or chaos. It could be many factors that lead into this. But for one reason or another, the fearful wind learns it's unsafe to have boundaries, to try to negotiate and to take up space and have a strong sense of self and to, you know, express my needs. And so then what we have is this, this independence, the fearful, fearful avoidant also develops on themselves. Usually they have to sort of go through things that are a little bit out of their, um, you know, realm, you know, maybe they have to grow up really fast or deal with things that are way outside of, of their comfort zone. And they sort of have to learn to adapt. And so we have a fearful avoidant who is people pleasing, but also highly independent. And when those core wounds are activated, feeling helpless, powerless, or taken advantage of, um, they will try to, they'll go, okay, this people pleasing isn't working for me. My trust has been broken. I feel taken advantage of or helpless or powerless. And they'll usually exit a relationship. Now, the challenging thing and the, the really important thing for fearful avoidance to learn, but also the, the potential partners of FAs to understand is that most of the root cause there of where chaos happens in the relationship with fearful avoidance in these types of situations where they suddenly leave is actually at its root because the fearful avoidant isn't communicating their needs. It's not that the partner's not capable of meeting them. It's not that the fearful avoidant's not interested in their partner. It's usually that they don't feel like there's space given to them. And because if you're a fearful avoidant, you'll naturally people please on autopilot to try to win love, win approval, stay safe, earn your worth. Um, eventually you'll hit a tipping point where you're like, this isn't working for me. And when that tipping point happens, the FA kind of goes cold and into self-protection mode and then goes into their hyper-independent side um, to try to stay safe. 
And so when they feel too vulnerable or when they feel any of these wounds enacted, um, this is where you may see the fearful one leave in early stages of a relationship. And it often comes out of the blue to the partner because fearful avoidance tends to be really present and giving and thoughtful um, until they feel vulnerable or their trust is broken or they feel helpless or powerless. And so you'll see this dynamic of like, it comes out of the blue sort of thing. So anyways, with all of that being said and explained, because it's just, it, it's a very common pattern basically that FAs will like suddenly leave a relationship out of nowhere. And the partner's kind of going like, what did I do wrong? What happened? Everything was fine two days ago, but there was a buildup inside of the fearful avoidant of when we people please, we violate our own boundaries. So we actually receive that as feeling taken advantage of like, oh, even though it may be at the core, your subconscious behaviors that are, are largely contributing to that. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to explain that part first. The second part here is what are five signs? So the first sign that this may be like coming sort of across, <laughs> um, is that fearful avoidance, um, suddenly starts shutting down. So they, you know, they used to be really present. They start shutting down. Um, their text messages are shorter. Um, they pull back. And rather than it being something when the fearful wooden feels a little bit frustrated about something or after an argument, it doesn't seem to be attached to anything in particular. So it's not like, oh, there was an argument or a disagreement and now the FA pulled back. It's like that just happened seemingly out of the blue. And that seeming out of the blue is actually usually like the, the frustration building up inside of the fearful avoidance. And now it's kind of reaching this tipping point where they're starting to ice out. And um, so the seemingly out of the blue on a surface level actually seems like it's out of the blue, but beneath the surface to the fearful avoidant, it's like, oh, I've had boundaries violated. I've been people pleasing. I'm overgiving and not feeling like I'm receiving. I'm starting to feel taken advantage of. I feel helpless about this. Um, you know, the, the, the assumption will come in like that. I'm giving so much to this person. Why aren't they giving back? But oftentimes the person doesn't really realize that you feel like that if you are the FA. So anyways, this tends to be the first sort of signal that this may be coming. Um, the second signal that can also be a cause of this is when the fearful void then feels like trust is being broken. Um, they may start talking about how they feel afraid and they're like, oh, I don't know. I feel kind of afraid. Feel very vulnerable right now. Sometimes that will be a sign that happens right before the fearful avoidant kind of cuts and runs. Um, and number three um, out of five is that um, you start seeing the fearful avoidant become less present. So they they are usually really available, and sometimes they start becoming a little dismissive. They're not really paying attention to things when they're with you. Um, they leave early. They feel more closed. Um, and these are sort of again like warning signs in some of those earlier stages. Number four is that um, the fearful avoidant isn't being vulnerable. This is a sign that's like usually you'll see, it's like the fearful avoidant can be, they can seem vulnerable about small things, but the fearful avoidant is often vulnerable about things that are seemingly vulnerable, but are not actually vulnerable to the fearful avoidant themselves. Um, so you won't see them like really open up about a lot of stuff. Usually a lack of vulnerability is very much correlated to a fearful avoidant cutting and running because it's inevitably bringing the fearful avoidant down this kind of rabbit hole or path where it's like, they don't know how to open up. They don't know how to express their needs. And it's because in childhood, it was like really difficult for them or it just didn't work. Um, if they tried to, there was too much chaos or there was too much, you know, stuff happening around them that there wasn't really space for their needs. 
And so they assume at a subconscious level, even if I do try to talk about my needs or my feelings or my fears, there's not really space for that. So if you do see that, that's a really good sign that there's growth and the, the needle's moving in the relationship. If you're not seeing that, and especially if you were seeing that and then it gets pulled away or it seemingly shuts off, again, this can be a big sign that if you're a full avoidant, maybe about to sort of leave a dynamic. And last but not least, um, if you see the fearful one constantly feeling frustrated, triggered, resentful, expressing frustrations, um, and they may not say, hey, I feel like this need is unmet, but they might be like, you always do this or you always do this, or they may become harsh with their words um, because often they don't know how to communicate because communicating and negotiating of needs wasn't really given in childhood. Um, so a really important thing to pay attention to. Anyways, um, all of these things are changeable. All of these things are reprogrammable. But thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. Please like, share, and subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. And I will see you in the next video.